You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 110. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. So do you ever feel like you're doing amazing during the week with your weight and your fitness and your nutrition, but then you have a bad weekend of food and it blows everything? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like that constant cycle and that feeling like you just can't get ahead with your weight loss because your weekends keep sabotaging all your hard work. Well, we're going to talk about 10 tips today on how to get through your weekend. First, we're going to start with our Eagle's Eye on Health. Just a little tidbit. It's not really a news piece today, but rather just a little bit of information to push you to the next level in anything that you're doing. I want to talk a little bit about follow through. What does that mean? Well, if you say you're going to do it, do you do it? Do you often start something and not finish? Well, I have been seeing this so much lately from friends, from clients, from strangers to coaches to teachers. People are saying they're going to do things and then they don't follow through. Now, what happens over time if you continue to do this is that for one, you're never going to reach any goal and you're always going to feel like you can quit at any time. And the more you quit at any time, the more you keep quitting. If you start to put a hard rule down for yourself that says, I will not quit anything, it's going to be amazing at how much more you can accomplish. And this doesn't mean that you have to do things perfectly. So sometimes perhaps, for example, maybe you join my Earn That Body group and it's a lot of work and it scares you or you know you get started and the nutrition can be a little overwhelming in the beginning, usually just for the first week. But your first inclination is, I can't do this. I want to quit. I'm not going to do it. But guess what? If you push past that and you just hang in there with the the notion in your head, okay, I'm going to keep going. It might not be perfect every day, but it's better than I was doing before and I'm not going to give up. If you can push through to that point, I promise you, you're going to be successful. Another thing is if you're saying you're going to do something and you're using those words out loud or even in your head to yourself, If you don't follow through, what does that tell other people? And this is something I've been seeing a lot lately. If a teacher tells my son something or a coach tells my son something and then they don't do it, it's like you start to lose hope that they're ever going to do what they say because sometimes they don't, right? And if it happens over and over and over, then you start to know you can't trust what they're going to say. And you want to be a person where if you say it to a friend, to a family member, they know you're going to do it or you're at least going to do your very best. Does that make sense? So there you go. Just a little bit on my personal feeling on follow through commitments, keeping your word. It will take you further than you know. Actually, little quick story. A long time ago, I had signed up to do a race. This was back when I really didn't run much. I think I was in graduate school and I signed up to do the beta breakers race in San Francisco and I had been training for it. I think it's a 10K. Um, And I remember a friend was coming into town at the last minute. And I told my sister, I think I'm just not going to do the race because, you know, my friend's coming in town. And she said, absolutely not. You signed up to do the race. 
you've been training for the race, you're going to do the race. And I was kind of like, well, why? Well, oh, and you know, I thought about it. And then I realized she's right. I signed up to do something. If I always just, if something comes up and I just don't do things, I mean, that starts to become a habit. And I think it was back then. I think for me back then, literally up to that race day, I would let things go and not complete to the finish. So anyway, I happened to run that race and I took my friend, that was the best part, I took my friend with me to do the race and of course he had not been training for it but he managed to do it, it was pretty hilarious. But at the end of the race I felt really accomplished, not just because I completed the goal but because I realized I wasn't gonna do it but then I pushed through and I did do it. And I'm pretty sure from that day on I never took on something that I didn't finish again because I just don't like that feeling anymore of taking on a goal and having to quit or saying it to people that I'm gonna do this and then not following through. So always follow through. Now I know, you're dying to know, what are these 10 tips that are gonna help you get through a weekend? Because the weekends are killing so many people's waistlines. And it seems like during the week we can all hang in there with our nutrition and our workouts, but something happens on a weekend and we sort of fall apart. And sadly, Five days of hard work during the week are completely overshadowed by two days of terrible nutrition and eating out. Doesn't seem fair, does it? But it is very often the case. So if that seems like it's happening to you, I want to encourage you to listen to these 10 tips, to write them down, to make them your goal on this very next weekend, all right? So just so you know, my clients for the Earn That Body program, private nutrition, all of my weight loss programs, we weigh in every single Monday. Why do we weigh in? Because it's really my best way to assess how things are going. Now we don't just take weight into account. We take many things into account in my program because the goal for me is not just that they lose weight. Uh, For one, they do measurements too because sometimes in my strength training programs, you'll put on muscle and you won't see as much change on the scale, but you'll notice that your measurements are dropping or your clothes are getting looser. So we don't just look at weight, but we always take a Monday weigh-in. And when we compare weight, we compare it week to week, Monday to Monday. Most people need a full week to even see one pound come off. So Monday to Monday is what we compare. However, I also make my clients do a Friday morning weigh-in. Why? Well, I wanna know if things have been on track before that scary weekend even hits. Because a long time ago, I've been running Earn That Body now for like 10 years. And I'd say 10 years ago when I started, we didn't do the Friday weigh-in. And so what would sometimes happen is a client would have a, you know, a weigh-in on Monday and then the following Monday, they didn't lose any weight or they gained weight. And I was like, well, I was looking at your food log during the week and everything looked so good. I, I can't imagine what went wrong. And then we realized it was all what happened on the weekend. So if I can get a Friday morning weigh-in, I tend to know if things are on track. Now that being said, what did I just say to you? I said that it can take a full week to see one pound lost. So if I do a Monday weigh-in, and then we weigh in four days later, that's what it is, four days if you're looking at the morning, you're probably not gonna lose a lot of weight, and I'm not expecting to see a lot of weight lost by Friday but I'm expecting to see something, especially not a gain in weight. 
That's the most important thing to me. So if you haven't lost anything by Friday, that's okay. Usually my clients lose a little bit on by Friday, but then what I wanna see is if they can maintain or drop even more by Monday. And that all comes down to what kind of weekend they had, right? So I've seen people gain three pounds, five pounds in a weekend? Yes, actually that much. Now, is it real weight gain? Well, I love when my clients say, well, I don't think this is real weight. (laughs) Well, it is real weight. I mean, you got on the scale and the number is more. That means you weigh more. So it is real weight, but a lot of it tends to be water weight from the insane amount of sodium that you likely took in eating out that Mexican food, the Thai restaurant, All of that food is loaded in sodium. And some people are much more sensitive to that sodium than others. But most people will retain water in their body because they ate a high sodium meal. And some people that are even more sensitive are the ones who can see like a five pound gain. And again, a lot of it is usually just that water weight. Now, The thing is, I'm not telling you that you can never eat out. I mean, that wouldn't be realistic to say, okay, so on my program, you can never go to a restaurant on the weekend. I mean, let's face it, people are eating more on the weekends because they're going out because that's what we do in society. Like a weekend, we're so happy, it's Friday, you you don't want to (laughs) cook. I get it, I'm right there with you. So you're going to eat out. But the reason why it can be a little bit hard when you eat out is because for one, The portions are so much larger at a restaurant, especially in America, than they need to be. The food is generally cooked in way more butter, way more oil than you'll typically use at home. The sodium, as I said, is through the roof. I am not kidding you, it is through the roof. You tend to have some cocktails at dinner and that can lead to even more food and more cocktails. And often we'll have an extra, you know, a dessert and something a little more decadent when we go out to eat. So all of these things kind of put into play why you might be gaining weight over the weekend and it's sort of messing up all your hard work that you're doing during the week. So what what do we do? I mean, again, I, I don't expect you to be a hermit and never go out to a restaurant. But at the same time, if you are trying to lose weight, And if that's really your goal and you've committed to it, right? You have verbally or consciously committed to this goal and you are not gonna back out, you're gonna follow through, then you do want to sort of set a plan for yourself. And that's what these 10 steps are going to be. Let's set a plan for your weekend so that you can be successful on that Monday weigh-in. Now, I will tell you right now, you weigh in on a Monday and you see that number go down, and you will look back at your weekend and be so happy you didn't give in to the chocolate chip cookies and the salted popcorn and the Thai food and the extra serving. Honestly, having a good weigh-in usually means that you're not gassy, you're not bloated, you're not constipated on Monday morning, and you actually feel good. And that will always be better than the bad food you could have eaten. Okay. So what are our 10 tips? The first thing you can do is literally set a plan before the weekend hits. Like I'm talking about if you're really struggling, get a piece of paper out and write down one, 
one or two times that you're going to eat out. So if, if you already know you're going to eat out twice, I, I really think twice should be the max if you're trying to lose weight. Then on your piece of paper, I want you to say, I know I want to go out Saturday night. I have a date night. So Saturday night dinner, I'm going out. And Sunday, my friends are going to brunch and I really want to join them. So those are going to be my two times that I eat out. And I am going to be really good about not eating out any other meal. Right? So that means no breakfast out on Saturday also and not going out for lunch on a different day. Really try to make those the only two days that you actually eat out. Uh, you're going to write that down. Then you're going to make sure you listed was it for breakfast, lunch, or dinner? You know, which meal exactly is it going to be? And I even want you to refrain from going to coffee shops. So when I say you're only going to eat out twice, I really mean the rest of your meals and snacks are gonna be at home. So if you like to go to Starbucks all the time, you're likely getting a drink, which has a ton of calories more than you think, unless you're getting black coffee or hot tea. Those would be the only things I think you can get there. You're probably grabbing a snack when you go in. Oh, you're a little bit hungry. I'm gonna grab that banana bread, which is loaded in sugar. <laughs> um, so, so just avoid the coffee shop altogether. You know, you can make a cup of coffee at home, all right? And honestly, at this point, I would say your cup of coffee at home is better than what Starbucks makes today. I am so unimpressed with Starbucks. I do not go there anymore. Almost 99% of the time, I will not go into a Starbucks because I just don't think it's worth it calorie-wise or money-wise. Um, so you're not going to eat out even at the coffee shops. You're going to pick your two times when you're going to go out. The next thing you're going to do is on that day, you're going to go eat out. So you're like, okay, it's Saturday morning. I'm going out on date night tonight. I'm going to go to this awesome restaurant. I know the calories are going to be a little higher, so I'm not going to eat all day. I'm going to starve myself all day so that I have all the extra calories for night. That sounds like what you do on the Weight Watchers plan. That's how it used to be. I used to be on Weight Watchers long, long ago. I was on every diet in the world long, long ago. It's how I got to where I am today. I finally learned how to do it right. Um, so if you starve yourself all day long, first of all, you're going to really mess up your metabolism. Second of all, you're going to show up to dinner starving. And although we do like to show up for our meal and be a little hungry, I totally get that. I like to be a little hungry too. If you're starving, forget it. All bets are off that you will make good choices for your food options. They're going to bring that bread to the table and you're going to shove the whole thing down your throat. I've been there. I've done it. Uh, they're going to bring those chips to the table and that entire basket of chips is yours and you're inhaling it with the guac with the queso it's all going down because you're starving so in your plan for the weekend your number two thing you will not starve yourself on the day that you're going to go out to that brunch or that dinner whatever it may be don't starve yourself have a normal day of food full breakfast have a snack have lunch have a snack go into dinner hungry but not starving so I mean, honestly, if you're trying to lose weight, go in a little on the full side so that you're really not tempted much at all. The third thing you can do before you eat out, drink a full glass of water before you drive there. Why before you drive there? Let it settle in your stomach so you don't overdo it when you get there, especially if you are a little on the hungry side. Get that water flowing, get the hydration going, start to feel a little full. The fourth tip for you for eating out, I want you to minimize the alcohol this weekend. Yes, you heard it. 
I would say two drinks max for the whole weekend. So on your piece of paper where you've got your two days of where you're eating out and which meals you're eating out, I also want you to include if you're going to have a drink then. Are you going to have a drink with that date night? Okay, great. Are you going to have two drinks at that date night? Well, then that's it for the weekend. Or can you have one drink with your date? And can you have one drink on Friday night because it's the end of the week and you want to relax? That would be it. Two drinks. I actually live by this, okay? And I'm not trying to lose weight. And again, this is really for people who are trying to lose weight and struggling with their weekends. I have two drinks on a weekend and that really is it. I have one on a Friday night and usually one on a Saturday night. Rarely one on a Sunday night. By Sunday, I'm over it. I'm over alcohol and I'm over all the eating out. So if you can minimize the alcohol, it's going to help you for two reasons. For one, it's empty non-fuel calories. The alcohol does not benefit your metabolism or give you vitamins or it's not going to do anything. It's probably going to dehydrate you a little bit. Uh, Another thing is once we start drinking, that's when that throw in the towel attitude comes in. You had one drink, you have another drink, you're starting to feel it. And all of a sudden you go into that, you know what, I'll just start over on Monday. Give me the calamari. (laughs) Tell me you haven't been there. I've been there. We've all been there. Let's be honest. That's what alcohol does. It just isn't going to benefit you enough. When I started drinking one glass and when I really got my health and my fitness and my body in shape, honestly, one glass of wine was all I wanted and needed. I would start to feel tipsy at a second glass. Now, some of you right now are calling me a total lightweight (laughs) I am a total lightweight now, but that's not a bad thing, right? Wouldn't you rather feel it by like one glass than have to drink six to get there? I feel very relaxed after my one glass. I don't need another glass. The type of alcohol you drink as well is important. So I would stay away from all the foo-foo sugary drinks. That's like a definite no-no. They say the glass of red wine is sort of good for you. So I do think that's probably one of your best choices. Um, If you want to have a bottle of beer, it's not going to be the end of the world if you just have one, but I would stick to the non-sugar drinks for sure. The fifth thing that you can do is going to come down to those sweet treats, those desserts, those things that you really enjoy on the weekend. I mean, let's face it, we would enjoy them all week long. I really try to help my clients stop having sweets during the week. What happens is if you're having a piece of chocolate every night after dinner, then you start to crave chocolate every night after dinner. If you can get rid of that, the cravings will stop. So I say have a sweet treat, have a dessert on the weekend. Have one, honestly. Do you really need more? Okay, two would be a max. So on your piece of paper right now, you've written, okay, my two nights or my two meals I'm going to eat out, which meals they're going to be, Am I going to have a cocktail? When am I going to have it? Maybe you even decide what cocktail you're going to have. And am I going to have dessert? Which night? What's it going to be? Again, sometimes you're going to be going out of town and you're like, I love that dessert at that restaurant. Great. So save up for it and you'll really savor it and enjoy it. So pick your one, maybe two treats max. When I say pick a treat, I don't mean eat the whole cake. Now, have one serving of whatever it is. So have a slice of the cake. Please make it a small slice because likely 
If you haven't been eating a lot of sugar and you were good all week, you have too much cake and you're gonna feel sick. And you don't want that. Honestly, a few bites is all you need to get that enjoyment. I think they said there was like a study done once You can't quote me on this because I can't remember the details, but it said something like you really only enjoy the first two bites. And after that, you're just sort of eating it because yeah, it's good, but the first two bites are the ones that count the most. So have a couple bites, don't make it a big deal, and then be done with it. What else can you do to help your weekend and eating out? Well, you can work out. That's definitely important. I always eat better if I worked out that day. I just feel good like in the morning, I get my sweat on and then for the rest of the day, I wanna eat healthy, it just sounds good. But on days I don't work out, those are the days I tend to feel like, yeah, I'll eat this, I'll eat that, oh, it doesn't matter. I just feel better and I wanna eat healthier if I work out. So I encourage you on your Saturday, on your Sunday, work out. However, if you already worked out all week, I do think you should take one day off. It really helps the body recover and the body needs that recovery. So if you already worked out Monday through Friday, then just maybe maybe work out Saturday or Sunday, maybe whichever day you're gonna have the, the bigger going out to eat meal or one that you think is gonna be higher in calorie, work out on that day, but not the other day. But if you didn't hit all your workouts during the week, then there's no excuse. You should be working out Saturday and Sunday, okay? But again, you do need one day off. If you're the person who is working out for three hours on Saturday because you're going out to dinner that night and you wanna splurge, you can stop doing that because it is not helping you. It is probably hurting you. You cannot work off a bad diet. So working out for three hours and then eating really bad that night or drinking a ton, it's not gonna just cancel each other out. It just doesn't work that way, which is probably why you're listening to this because you're like, I don't understand why my weight keeps going up every Monday, even though I'm so good during the week. You just, you can't work off a bad diet. So I encourage you to work out solid for your one hour, but don't overdo it. The moment you overdo it with those two to three hour workouts, you're just increasing cortisol in your body. That is your stress hormone. And when you increase cortisol, it is harder to lose weight. And at the end of the day, the reality is exercise is stress on the body. So go work out for one hour and make it solid, but please do not work out with the intention that it's going to make up for all the bad eating ahead. Tip number seven, stay hydrated. You wanna be drinking that water. Again, you're probably taking in more sodium on the weekend because you're eating out a little more. You had a couple cocktails, so you're a little dehydrated. Stay on top of drinking your water. Make sure your urine is a light yellow color. If it's dark yellow, you need to drink more. If it's clear, you might have had too much water, and yes, you can drink too much. So just stay on top of hydration. I like to have a glass of water before a meal, a glass of water with a meal, a glass of water after a meal, same with the workout. I drink water before the workout, during the workout, and after the workout. Just stay on top of your hydration, but don't make it excessive. Like If you're not thirsty or something, don't guzzle like three gallons of water just because you're trying to be good about staying hydrated. You can actually overdo it. Tip number eight. Yes, again, we need to watch our sodium intake, especially on the days that you are going to eat out. So for example, if you're going out for Mexican food, which 
that's me, hands up, probably once every weekend, I've got to have Mexican food. Well, then I'm really going to watch my sodium the rest of the day because I already know that that, that meal is going to be off the chart. So I really try to watch the sodium intake. So some of you right now have no idea like what things are high in sodium. And until you do the Earn That Body program and start logging and understand how much sodium you should take in a day, we actually do look at how much you get in. You have no idea if your sodium is on or off track. And I can tell you, I have had so many clients come to me and say, I know I eat super healthy and I know I don't have a lot of sodium. I don't add salt to my food. And and then they become my client. We look at their food log and their sodium is off the charts because you don't realize how much of it is in the things you're eating. So on a day that you're trying to keep your sodium low, avoid things like salsa so high in sodium. Most chips are high in sodium too. Anything in a can, like beans, things like that, tomatoes, anything in a can loaded in sodium. Sadly, cottage cheese, very, very high in sodium. Cheese in general can be high. Soup, so high in sodium, I will never, you will, I mean, almost never, I can't think of the last time I have ordered soup anywhere because the sodium is so high. A lot of bread and even tortillas are also very high in sodium. Olives, forget the olives, everyone. They are little sodium bombs with no real nutrient for you. So I always say skip all olives. Don't put them on sandwiches and things like that. They're just little uh, sodium bombs. So avoid those things or limit those things on those days you know you're going out because they're loaded in sodium. Tip number nine, I want you to use the weekend to plan ahead for the next week. So can you start planning your meals for the next week, planning your dinners for the next week, actually prepping some food, maybe make some shredded chicken to keep in the fridge, make your hard boiled eggs, things that are gonna help you for the following week ahead. Sometimes I feel like when I plan for that week ahead on the weekend, my eating actually gets better on the weekend too because I'm, I'm seeing that I'm doing such a great job. I want to keep it going and I don't want to sabotage it. So use the weekend also to plan ahead. And tip number 10, I want you to get rid of the, I'll just start again on Monday attitude. (laughs) Did you get that? I'll just start again on Monday. How many times do you do that? You end up going into the weekend feeling strong, right? You're like, okay, I did what Kim said. I got it written down. But something happened and your friend invited you out on Friday, but you picked your meals out for Saturday, Sunday, but you gave in and you went out on Friday. So you kind of feel like you failed. And so now you're just going to throw in the towel, screw the whole weekend, and you'll just start over on Monday. Do not do that. If you trip, if you fall, just get up. Wipe yourself off and get back on track at the very next meal or snack. If you wait the entire weekend and then throw in the towel and you're eating bad all weekend and you're going to drink extra because now you know you're going to get bad track on Monday and and it turns into such a vicious cycle, you, you will be the one up five or more pounds on Monday because you kind of go overboard in that cycle. So if you fall and you've, your plan didn't work out, you don't have to throw in the towel. It's okay. You don't have to be perfect. Things happen. Dust yourself off. Get back on track. Show yourself that you can get back on track. All right? It's very empowering to know that you can. So definitely don't throw in the towel and do not say to yourself, I'll just start again on Monday. (laughs) Now you're going to hear me in that whiny voice uh, if you say that. All right? 
Now, a few tips. If you do go out to eat, what can you avoid? What is the best thing you can do? What is the best thing you can order if you do go out to eat? Well, the first thing is don't have bread at the table. So when they go to bring bread at the table, it is rarely a good, healthy, solid bread there, right? It's usually white bread. So just say no bread, thank you. Just don't even let it come to the table, if at all possible, if your family will allow that, okay? Or if it comes to the table and the family insists on it, let them eat it and tell them you're not gonna have any, please help you, please do not let you have the bread. (laughs) Sometimes I say that to my son, I'm like, don't let me have any more chips. If I put it out there verbally, I feel like, okay, I'm not gonna go in for another because I just put that out there. So no bread at the table. Same thing for chips. Chips are dangerous. We all know they're dangerous. You go to Mexican food, entire basket, and they'll just keep bringing the basket over and over and over. If you can say no to the chips, high five. I don't have that ability. (laughs) But what I do have the ability to do, what I recommend you do, is take a handful of chips and put them on your plate and let that be the amount of chips that you eat, okay? Do not go back into that basket, okay? Tell your family. I'm not gonna have another grab. This is my this is the serving that I'm taking. Don't let me have any more. Those that handful of chips, and obviously, if you're gonna scoop up like the biggest handful and it's the entire basket, you know not to do that, right? Just grab like five or six chips and enjoy them. You'll probably savor them a little more than when you're just you know, pushing all the chips into your face and you don't even realize that you ate a whole basket because you were just going and going and going. So take your five or six chips and enjoy them and then be done. Another thing, watch those sweet cocktails. Just avoid them. Have the glass of wine, make it one, that's it. Avoid cream sauces. Anything in a cream sauce, I don't even look at. I I literally, if I see cream when I'm reading the menu, I just move on to the next item. It's just loaded, again, in sodium, very high fat, not worth it. Caesar salad, you think, is a healthy choice. It's generally not. The Caesar dressing has a ton of sodium. It's on the fattening side. I avoid Caesar salad. It's not the healthiest choice. Number six, Do not get the pasta. When you go out, that's the time to order fish because you probably don't, I don't know about you, but I don't make fish that often. My husband will make it sometimes, but I don't make it. If you don't eat it that often, that's the time to get it when you go out. So order a nice healthy fish, not something with a cream sauce on it, or get a chicken or even steak. Just have a nice healthy protein, but let's avoid the pasta when you go out. The next thing is sides. When you order a side, if you're ordering a side, let it be a vegetable. Again, a lot of people don't get in enough vegetables at home, so get in the veggies there and ask them to steam them. Ask for less butter. Say you don't want as much sodium. All of that is totally fine to ask for, and they generally will make it exactly how you want it. Um, A side note coming up about that. The last tip when you eat out dessert, Can you just have a bite or two? Like let the family order what they want and have a bite. You don't need the whole dessert. Okay, back to my side note. Um, A client just told me that they went to True Kitchen. Is it True Food or True Kitchen? That Andrew Weil restaurant. A lot of the cities have it now. It was a favorite of mine for a long time here in Austin. But I was always feeling like, God, this food is really salty. Like I would leave there and my rings were already super tight. And I do love it there. And Flower Child is another one of the... um, 
a partner restaurant and I feel the same way. I feel like it's really salty and yet it is super healthy and they have a lot of healthy options, but it's salty. A client told me that he go, when he goes to True Kitchen or True Food, sorry, I can never remember what it's called, he literally asks them to use less salt and no butter and, and they totally prepare the same meal for him and they use less sodium. And I think that's awesome. I like, I never thought to ask them that for some reason because it's already sort of a healthy restaurant, but I'm definitely going to from now on. So don't be afraid to ask for exactly what you want. I really think that if you follow these tips, these tips are gonna help you get through the weekend and not make it seem so overwhelming. Like I still feel like you can go out and enjoy yourself without it being such a full sabotage and then feeling every Monday, like you need to go on a detox program, which I am totally against. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast, right? So follow these tips. As I said, write some things down, give yourself some weekend goals. Don't give up, make sure you follow through. And I really think you're going to be happy with the results. So thank you all for listening to the Earn That Body podcast. It's always such an honor to have people listen and email me. I get so many emails that they tell me they've been binging the podcast and they love it. This is definitely a labor of love. I do it because I want to help as many people as I can get healthy and fit. And it's all free. I don't make any money for this. So the only way and the best way to thank me is to give me a rating or review on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast because when you subscribe, you will not miss an episode. It'll always update automatically for you. All right, everyone. Always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information that you can put into play right away. If you have any questions or need help, go to earnthatbody.com or email me directly, kim at earnthatbody.com. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.